If all these things are put into use and every modification made, you can add as much as 10 to 12 miles per gallon back to your fuel economy. Is it worth it? Well, a lot of work, a fair amount of investment. I'll let you decide. Looking to upgrade your Jeep? Who is it, right? right? How would you like to get free gear to make those upgrades happen even faster? The Jeep Talk Show, the world's most downloaded Jeep podcast, is giving you, the listener, a chance to win big-ticket items from brands you know, love, and trust. Want in on the action? We'll be giving away major Jeep gear from big-name brands every month. This isn't going to be stickers, hats, and t-shirts. We're talking about serious gear that can change your Jeep build in a big way. So listen to the show every week and make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss your opportunity to win the Jeep Talk Show's biggest giveaways ever. You're listening to a 4x4. The Jeep Talk Show is the official podcast of Toledo Jeep Fest. Toledo Jeep Fest is coming up the weekend of August 12th, so put it on your calendar. It's an incredible Jeep event you don't want to miss out on. Go to ToledoJeepFest.com for more information. You're listening to a 4x4, 4x4 Radio Network Podcast. The Jeep Dog Show is the official Jeep podcast of Mr. Vanderquack. Keep quack, quack. Thanks. Keep listening <laughs> for a week. I was going, wait a minute. This is Vanderquack. I got a quack. Oh, there they are. Keep listening for weekly updates about Mr. Vander... Quack, quack. quack. <laughs> <laughs> and his mission to help the children at St. Jude's. Jude's. Go to Mr. Vander Quack. Quack. com. That's M-R Vander Quack. Quack. com. <laughs> it's too much silly fun. <laughs> Are you ready? It's the Jeep Dog Show with Wendy. There will be body damage. Chuck. I like making people laugh. That's It's good for my soul. Josh. Yeah, I don't think so. And well, I think that's a huge deal. So sit back, strap in, and brace yourself. Next Tire USA, we got you. Find out more about the tires that are on the 2021 Jeep Talk Show Gladiator, and mine as well, and soon to be Josh's, <laughs> the Nexon Tire Rodian MTX. Go to NexonTireUSA.com. You know, it's funny, uh, this past uh, Roundtable episode, uh, episode recording on Tuesday night, uh, the, uh, the Zoom people were uh, commenting on the, the intro, how uh, Chuck says, uh, I like people making people laugh, it's good for the soul. And, yeah. and thinking it was funny that Josh says, I don't think so. Yeah, right afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Oh, I didn't think about that. That's pretty funny. Like I'm, just, I'm just some sort of bah humbug. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> shit, always shitting on people's points, even when it's just not you doing it don't uh, directly. Don't laugh around me. I don't want to hear <laughs> that garbage. <laughs> hey, the JTS team is here to inform and entertain you about Jeeps. If you're new to the Jeep world or thinking about uh, jumping in and getting your feet dirty, you're in the right place. Whether you're interested in having a unique off-road vehicle ready to hit the trails or that daily driver that's also a weekend warrior, this show is for you. Find out more information about the Jeep Talk Show at jeeptalkshow.com. Welcome to the show, Jeeper. I'm Josh, and on this episode of the Jeep Talk Show, I've got a trio of news stories this week that will take us from electric Jeeps to race Jeeps, and in between we find out what list Jeep just made the number one spot on. Later in the show, I've got some tips for any Jeeper who has to put gas in their tank. Well, howdy, it's Wendy, and I hope you're listening to my newbie nugget section on our Friday episodes. You know what? I talk about all kinds of topics for the newest of Jeepers. 
I'm Tony, and well, we didn't do a giveaway on Friday's episode, oh, so that must we mean forgot. we're we're no, no. It must mean we're going to do the the uh, the giveaway on this episode. Hang Ooh. around and find Possibly out the next one or the one after that. <laughs> Who knows? Or, or sometime you just never know. You got to listen all the time. It's just like rolling the dice, but you know, <laughs> roulette, pick black. Local Jeep news, national Jeep news, and news from around the world. It's this week in Jeep. Well, we have another win for the Jeep Wrangler to celebrate. Reports show that used Jeep Wranglers are the most popular options out of every single other used vehicle. According to a study by Compare the Market, used Jeep Wrangler models have the highest demand in the used vehicle market out of every other vehicle out there. More drivers search for a used Jeep Wrangler than any other model. It's true, and we've got the numbers to prove it. Used Wrangler models had about 760,940 annual searches, while the Toyota Tacoma landed in a very dismal and distant second place with only 500,000 annual searches, or just a little bit above that. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Reportedly, the Wrangler is popular because it's one of the most iconic vehicles of modern times with unmatched four-wheel drive rugged capabilities and long-lasting durability. Critics can't explain the disparity, and other automaker fanboys are already crying for a recount. But it's not rocket science why there's a this big uptick in people wanting Jeeps. It's the Jeep talk show. We're <laughs> that big, people. Yeah, that just happened. Uh, okay, so maybe it's something more practical, like how the Wrangler is direct descendant from the World War II Jeep. While nah. the Wrangler is the obvious <laughs> off-roading choice, it's a good daily driver for most people as well. And with the more popular and with proper care and regular maintenance, Wranglers can easily surpass 300,000 miles. Okay, so maybe the world's famous Jeep talk show didn't have as much to do with the numbers as I think, but that's my line and I'm going to stick to it. You know what? Wouldn't it be cool if... America's most wanted vehicle, the Jeep, came with Jeep talk show stickers already in them or on them. Wouldn't it, that be awesome? It needs to be one of those, uh, what is the thing called? Easter eggs. We can call oh. it a Jeester egg. You got to find it. You got Is it in the glove box? Is it underneath the seat? You know, where is the Jeep talk show sticker? And the most common uh, r- remark is, what the hell is a Jeep talk show? <laughs> <laughs> but, but that'd be awesome if we could, you know, cross-market that or merchandise. That, I think that's something we need to work towards. We just need to get a uh, another big team of people at uh, salesmen at uh, dealerships across the country. Uh, or yeah. hell, even in Europe, uh, to put, put little stickers, little Jeep talk show stickers in uh, conveniently located places. I like it. The back of every glove box. I think that could be done. I think so. That'd be funny. Do they leave normally leave jeeps unlocked at dealerships i'm just asking for a friend <laughs> oh for a friend yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> and and are the fences still six foot or did they go to seven or eight just kind of you know again asking for another friend josh showing up on the news an unknown man was seen <laughs> visiting every jeep on the lot but skipping the renegades and uh compasses opening the passenger side door only and then maybe something we're not sure what they're doing nothing was stolen something. that's the weird no. part <laughs> <laughs> nothing stolen oh look we found something yeah <laughs> Tony taken into custody for a month. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, hey, if you get to know me, you'll know that I I really like the skinny pedal. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I'm a firm believer of time and place. And when you're bouncing on your rear, rear axle, that's really not the time nor the place for skinny pedal. But I digress. Off-road racing has always been a draw for me. I, I swear, I really did miss my calling there. 
Although I don't have the time, means, and especially the money to take on this amazing <laughs> sport, you best believe if I did, uh, it would be Jeep Speed, 100%, without question. You'd be dead or broke. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Both. The Jeep Speed Series is the most fun racing series. Here's why. It's cost-effective, and it's worthwhile for grassroots drivers. You don't need to be a millionaire to race Jeep Speed. Most teams build their own vehicles and have pit crews made up of family and friends. When a team needs help, their competitors actually pitch in to fill the void. The camaraderie is unlike any other racing series out there. It's no wonder the Yokohama Jeep Speed Re Racing Series is the longest-running spec racing series in off-road racing history. That's right. It's been around longer than anything else. If you're interested in this kind of stuff, and trust me, it is a blast. The 2022 Yokohama Tire Jeep Speed Race Series presented by KMC Wheels brings to you the Vegas Torino Jeep Speed Challenge. It's the longest off-road race in the U.S. and it's coming up very soon, August 10th through the 13th, 2022, Reno, Nevada. We'll have the link for more info in the show notes for this episode at jeeptalkshow.com. If you're interested in Jeeps that go fast or just interested in learning more about Jeep Speed and Jeep Racing, well, by all means, go to jeepspeed.com. Check out what this amazing sport has to offer. This looks like so much fun. I mean, I know it would be a long drive and it would be an experience. You, you know, you need to have some knowledge, but how cool. I like how you highlighted it is a blast. That would be Yeah, cool. this Oof. would be, I mean, and this, this is the kind of, the Jeep Speed actually, the entire series offers uh, different kinds of courses and different kinds of races. Uh, some of them are held in a specific area. Others are more distance, kind of like this one is, Reno to Nevada, um, and, or uh, Reno to, uh, to uh, Las Vegas, rather. Um, and uh, uh, others are, I mean, you can follow the course. There's different places you can park. And, and it's a lot like King of the Hammers, right, but, you know, but much longer. more organized and in a smaller, oh. more Jeep-specific type of... I of a setup so like yeah that. it's it's virtually 100 percent jeep it's all racing it's all off-road and and honestly uh a lot of the um a lot of the manufacturers really get behind this as well uh you want to see about you know the latest that's coming out in in jeep lift kits or suspension technology it's probably been tested on some of these races so wow. uh yeah your favorite your favorite manufacturers have likely put stuff to test in jeep speed races over the years stuff has come to market through these sort of things as, as they've been tested and proved well as i uh, had mentioned in a previous episode of the jeep talk show uh, i've got an electrified tj story here for you guys and this woman is actually trying to electrify this woman is trying to electrify a jeep wrangler tj as well her name is veronica wright she grew up in austria watching the american tv show the gilmore girls and dreaming of driving a tan Jeep Wrangler, like one of the girls did, who was named Gilmore in the show, <laughs> apparently. I don't okay. know. I'd never watched I a single I want to say that was a YJ, but maybe not. Maybe it was a TJ. Uh-oh, Tony no. watched it? <laughs> my, uh, He's got daughters. Yeah, come on. My, my, well, wife, my wife and my oldest daughter would just sit there and watch it on Netflix or wherever, wherever it was, uh, really? where they could just binge it. And I, I never got And it I was walking by and went, hey. It's it's a Jeep. There's a Jeep there. You know how you got always pick it out. Yeah. And, 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 oh yeah. You know we used every, to do that in The yeah, Walking Dead. A hundred percent. It was like one in every episode. Yeah. <laughs> well, now Veronica Wright lives in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and is the proud owner of her dream vehicle, a tan Jeep Wrangler TJ. But she's working to make it better. Some would argue just different than the one that's on the TV show. She and her husband are converting the Jeep to run on electricity. Wright has a PhD in physics and used to work as a battery simulation engineer. 
Quote, this is really a lot of fun, and I got very, very passionate about batteries, she says. She just wanted to apply her technical knowledge to a hands-on project and share her enthusiasm for electric vehicles. So she created a YouTube channel where viewers can follow each step that she takes to electrify this Jeep. She hopes sharing the costs and challenges of this Jeep project gets more people excited about going electric. And when the project is done, Wright hopes to surprise people when she pulls over to charge up her Jeep Wrangler. In her own words, I'm looking forward to pulling up to a charging station, and then people will be like, what's this girl doing here, thinking that she can just... This is not a gas station. You can't park you know. here. You can't park here. <laughs> and having these moments where you just then charge it there. I think this will be a lot of fun. On her website, she lists herself as being a content creator. And I think I can see the kind of trolling-like content that she's going after. Oh, these poor greenies won't see it coming. Well, I applaud her, that's for sure. What yeah, it looks challenge. like it's a Sahara was what the, uh, the Gilmore Girls Jeep was, or at least in one shot. Oh, yeah. Geez, one shot looks like a T TJ, and one shot looks like a YJ. They probably used, you know, stand-ins when the first oh, one wasn't available. Yeah, yeah I was going to say different seasons probably use different Jeeps, and they're like, oh, the, the the viewers won't know the difference. It's a yep. similar vehicle. They'll figure exactly. it out. Jeepers will know, and they say, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> oh, I love it. Well, if you've got a news tip response to any one of our stories, as long as it doesn't have anything to do with making fun of any one of us for watching the Gilmore Girls, <laughs> make sure to let us know by phone or by email. Just head over to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact to find out how to reach out. You're listening to a 4x4 Radio Network podcast. Well, Jeepers, it's time for another Mr. Vanderquack update, and Lisa's with us. What's going on with Mr. Vanderquack this week, Lisa? Oh, Tony, some exciting news just popped up in the last couple of days, and I, you guys get to hear it first, right? I know that they, uh, the ladies Regina and Carla in Texas, um, they run a nonprofit called Lone Star Monarchs. Super amazing group. They do a lot of fundraisers um, for different nonprofit and, and charity organizations. Um, but they have chosen to help out Mr. Vanderquack's mission uh, in raising a quarter of a million dollars for St. Jude by putting together and hosting an event with none other than up-and-coming up artist Jeremy Rowe. And that is on August 18th from 7 to 9 at the Roundup Saloon in Dallas, Texas. And from what I understand... Things are really big in Texas, <laughs> and these ladies are, um, they have set the ticket price at $10 per ticket and 100% of the proceeds. Let me say that again. 100% of the proceeds goes to St. Jude. Now, that's at the Roundup Saloon in Dallas, Texas on August 18th of this year from 7 to 9. The tickets are only $10. You're going to go see Jeremy Rowe. That guy is amazing. And this is not the first time we've heard Jeremy Rowe and Mr. Vanderquack in the same sentence. He has been helping out. If you remember our conversation last uh, last week when we talked to Wesley Wright at Gulf Coast um, Jeep events, Jeremy Rowe was at Jubilee Jeep Jam, and he also was helping out Mr. Vanderquack. So he is a... Um, a force to be reckoned with. He is really getting behind Mr. Vanderquack's mission. And again, 100% of those proceeds, uh, Regina and Carla at Lone Star 
Monarchs. Their organization is so phenomenal. If you guys get a chance to check them out, um, it doesn't take but a quick Google search to find out just how amazing those two gals are and what amazing hearts and gold they have. Um, but any of you, Jeep, Jeep Talk show folks, if you are in the Dallas area or within proximity, a.k.a. four hours, Tony, uh, head on over on August 18th, catch a glimpse of Mr. Vanderquack Jr. and Jeremy Rowe, and check out his show, $10 tickets, 100% of the proceeds going to St. Jude. That's wonderful. I love hearing that whenever the 100% of the proceeds go. It's it's just that damned important uh, for, for, that, for, uh, for people to do that, I think. It absolutely is. And, and like I said, the, you know, Regina and, and uh, Carla also um, were big advocates when Junior was in Texas. They raised $5,000 um, towards St. Jude and Mr. Vanderquack's mission. So they are definitely, um, this is not their first rodeo at throwing their name in the hat to help out with Junior's mission. And uh, something tells me, a little feathered friend says that this probably is not going to be the last time we hear uh, that these two ladies are making their mark in our mission this year. No, I think you're right on that. Well, Lisa, thank you very much for the Mr. Vanderquack update, and I uh, hope you have another great week. Hope, hope Mr. Vanderquack gets uh, moved along a little bit, too. He is He is um, definitely running slower than he has in uh, his dad's mission, but with that is coming some, some pretty amazing things that are coming down the pike, and I just, gosh, it's going to be an exciting ending. It may... We may be a little slow to the start, but I think the ending is going to be a big, huge bang. I think you're right. <laughs> Tony, thank you so much, and, and I look forward to talking to you guys again next week. All right, it's time for that promised giveaway. <clears throat> I don't think anybody promised anything. I, you know, it's... Well, he's oh. been teasing for how many episodes now, okay. seriously. <laughs> time for a payoff, I suppose. So it's time for another JKS manufacturing giveaway. You know, JKS knows Jeep. For more than 30 years, JKS has been an innovator and leader in the Jeep aftermarket engineering quality suspension solutions for popular Jeep vehicles. What started with the development of the original quick disconnect sway bar disconnect system in 1989 has expanded to offer several innovative products for recreation and race use. That's right. From the ACOS, the adjustable coilover spacers to flex connect tunable sway bar links, heavy duty adjustable track bars and a variety of J-Spec suspension systems featuring Fox shocks. JKS manufactures high quality products engineered to enhance the performance, comfort and capability of your Jeep. And guess what? All products are designed, engineered, tested and manufactured right here in the good old USA. It's built to a higher standard to outperform whether used on your daily driver or weekend warrior. Get more from your Jeep with JKS Manufacturing. You must be 18 years of age or older. Your mailing address must be in the continental United States. You may only call in once per giveaway. Any required word or phrase must be said exactly and completely the first time. Your call must include your caller ID. One chance to win per individual per giveaway. All these rules must be followed unless otherwise stated. Failure to follow these rules will disqualify you from being eligible for the giveaway. We will contact you with a text message at the number you called from. Good luck, Jeeper. All right, we had a meeting and we decided that you got to be caller fifteen, which means I just put it in the show notes. And, yeah, obviously, because uh, I missed a, I missed the meeting. But, but the meeting sounds good, doesn't it? It sounds it like does, we're a team sounds, type thing. Oh yeah, I like that. I, I yeah. think this meeting was spelled with an M E A T. I, I bet, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, we had seafood. Tonight. That kind it was of good. Meeting. 
Oh, um, so goodness. anyway, you got to be caller 15. And of course, uh, I should have preferenced that with go over to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact. Look down and see where our, our voicemail number is because that's what the watch you're going to be calling in on. And uh, there's really nothing you can do about what color you are it just happens to be the luck of the draw which is of course what we try to do to make it fair and you've got to say the phrase that pays mm. that is gotta get my jeep jks equipped gotta get my jeep jks equipped that's right gotta get my jeep jks equipped caller 15 gotta be there so you gotta try right yep. good luck jeeper gotta be in it to win it Mm-hmm. Hey, coming up in Tech Talk, getting the most out of every gallon. Uh, this is a drinking thing, or are you talking milk? about milk? Oh, Wait, is, is it milk liquor? or whiskey? Tequila. Whiskey. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Well, a half gallon of whiskey. I should have oh, okay. prepped. <laughs> Dang it. Why did you become a paid subscriber to the Jeep Talk Show? Jeep Talk Show is in my weekly rotation. Look forward to it every week, each and every Friday. You can be a paid subscriber and help support the show you love, the Jeep Talk Show. I support a great podcast, been a lifelong Jeeper myself, continue to learn with each and every episode that I listen to. Just go to JeepTalkShow.com and look for the big yellow subscribe button. Absolutely. Yeah. You like Jeeps, anything to do with Jeeps. I like it for the, the technical, clear content, advice, and learning. I don't think there's a yellow button for subscribing anymore. I just realized I'm not listening to the old the, the promos. Oh, <laughs> what? You've been sending everybody over there. And there's no button. Well, there's. I had I had a boatload of money. This won How? several million dollars, and uh, there's no yellow button. I guess the, they're lying. They're they're hucksters. The, so oh. I'm not going to donate this uh, million dollars. So what anyway, do they push, then? if you're new to the Jeep Talk Show, you are a rat bastard. Because you're yep. listening for free. We haven't it's mentioned the Rat thing, Bastard though. thing, right? Yeah. No, but it's a good thing. Is it? Yeah, I think so. Because <laughs> a Rat Bastard doesn't sound good to me. Anyway, if you'd like not to be a Rat Bastard, you can become a paid subscriber. Yes, we may still call you names, but you'll enjoy it more. Because <laughs> you'll you'll know that you have the warm fuzzies for giving to the Jeep Talk Show. Just go to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact, scroll on down, and you'll see various ad packages you want to stay away from the one with the googly eyes because that's the cheapest one uh that would be josh so yeah he thanks <laughs> wait what are you saying josh is cheap hold on a second here no i am uh, I'm josh monster. is not yeah, cheap I'm but cheap he could bastard. but somebody could afford him there you go <laughs> <laughs> from the mind of Nikki g hey this is Nikki g and uh a couple of people have mentioned that they're going to the uh, Toledo Jeep Fest, and uh, which is held in Toledo, Ohio, Strangely in case enough. you didn't know. <laughs> and uh, I, too, am from Ohio, and someday I'll return after the Statue of Limitations runs out. But as for now, I'm <laughs> stuck in North Carolina. With that being said, I've got a few hidden facts about Ohio. Yeah, it's called the Buckeye State. And you know what a Buckeye is? It's a worthless nut, and Ohio is full of them. The residents of Ohio, they say, are just like a bottle of beer. Yeah, they're both empty from the neck up. (laughs) And you know what happens when a blonde moves from Michigan to Ohio? Uh Uh-oh. Both states get a little smarter. That's not why I'm calling. Really? Let me tell you, I just discovered that Thomas Jefferson, our founding father and third president of the United States, drove a Jeep. Yeah, he's quoted (laughs) as saying... 
Give me a liberty or give me death. All right, boys and girls, I'll chat you later. You have a good one. Bye. Liberties were more cheap, more cheapy back then. So there you that go. That was clever, Nikki G. Very <laughs> clever. You got tech questions? Ah, oh, what do I ever? We have answers. Oh, that's good. I just, I... It's Tech Talk with Deep Talk. Yahoo! Actually, I have a question before we begin. Um, if anybody's going to the uh, Toledo Jeep Fest uh, and can mail me a bag of Buckeye candy, oh. I'll make it worth your while. Just it's no beaver nugget. No, but, I, you know, close second, probably. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. This looks tasty. I had to look them up. Actually, I think I, uh, I, think I ordered a bag of those. Are, are they purple? No, they they look like the they look like buckeyes. Uh, the it, it looks like a kind of like a hazelnut almost or or a filbert. Oh, okay. Well, they, this was actually I think some buckeye candy that I ordered because I saw something online about it and ordered a bag from. Uh, I mean, it's it's basically just Amazon. peanut butter and chocolate. Yeah. Is it okay? I'm gonna look it up. That sounds interesting. Well, with record high gas prices, I figured it may not hurt to go over a few tips and tricks to get the most MPGs out of your Jeep. When we're talking about fuel economy and Wranglers, well, it's a bit like going to the tire shop for an oil change. Sure, they could probably do it, but that's not what the store is known for how they make their money. Most people that own a Jeep, or more than one, I'm not judging, aren't too concerned about fuel efficiency because the fact of the matter is, fuel efficiency, due to a variety of factors, is just not a focal point for people who own Jeeps. Now, that said, there are some tips and tricks Jeepers can apply to add a few more miles in between Phillips. Now, I'm going to be honest here. There's no magic pill here. There isn't going to be just one thing that improves the mileage of a Jeep significantly. I mean, a cow is more aerodynamic than a Wrangler, after all. Now, for higher, higher mileage Jeeps, upgrading the fuel injectors can help to yield a little bit better fuel economy. This goes double for any Jeep with an inline six. The venerable 4-liter came from the factory with stock fuel injectors that only have a single hole. Upgrading the injectors partially to those with four holes, particularly rather to those with four holes, will enhance the atomization of the fuel inside the combustion chamber. The result is a slightly better horsepower and improved fuel economy. We're talking about a gain of maybe 1 to 2 mpgs here, though. Another option would be to upgrade the ECU tune by modifying or changing the engine timing, automatic shift points, the air-fuel ratio, and other parameters that could increase fuel efficiency. The only way to do this, however, is by using an aftermarket tuner or programmer. With these, you can modify the horsepower, torque, and other things to improve fuel economy. This is especially true if you've bolted on a couple of go-fast engine mods to your Jeep. Modifying the CPU tuning will allow the mods to unleash the full potential of those modifications on your Jeep. Now, depending on what mods you've done, the unlocked MPGs, horsepower, and torque could actually surprise you. Now, Jeepers, let's talk about overcompensation. And it has nothing to do with what's in your pants. <laughs> so, Good. Those who drive a 2007 to 2018 Jeep are familiar with the laggy throttle response. This is caused by a delay in the drive-by-wire throttle pedal. Stepping on a gas will send a signal from the pedal to the ECU. The ECU will then send the signal to the throttle body, and the throttle body then has to do something, and, and well, that's... Those steps are responsible for the perceivable delay in throttle inputs, since so, uh, electrons can only travel so fast down a wire. To compensate for this delay, and to keep you from overcompensating by pressing on the gas pedal more than you should, you need to install a throttle response controller. Modules like the Pedal Commander will eliminate the pedal delay, improve acceleration, and consequently can yield better fuel economy numbers. Again, we're talking a gain of just about 1-2 to two miles per gallon here, but it all adds up. 
Now, Jeeps need to breathe, and the stock air intake system in your Jeep is certainly adequate for daily driving, but there are weaknesses in the OEM system. The main one is the paper filter, followed by known restrictions in the intake ducting for noise dampening. Paper filters use surface filtration and definitely clog up faster than depth-based cotton filters will. Thus, staying on top of air filter maintenance, regardless of your filter type or kind, is important in order to preserve regular fuel economy. So, clean or swap out your filters regularly. For those who are uh, looking to get a slight improvement in performance and a possible fuel economy uh, improvement as well, consider an aftermarket intake with a depth-based high-flow air filter. These types of systems further reduce any restrictions in the intake tract and filter and ease the effort necessary for the engine to breathe better, easily adding anywhere from 1 to 3 miles per gallon. A simple cat-back aftermarket exhaust system can also free up some downstream restrictions in the engine's ability to breathe. These kits provide better flow, added performance, and typically a better sound as well, all while adding to the efficiency of the engine. Some kits can give you as much as 3 to 4 miles per gallon. There's no doubt that Jeeps, lift kits, and aggressive tires all go hand in hand, right? While these mods will improve the rugged looks and off-road capabilities of your Jeep, they will also contribute to poor fuel economy. If you're really, really concerned about fuel economy, well, look into getting a second set of wheels and tires. I know it kind of sounds dumb and may be more work than it's worth for, the mo for, for many, but having a set of skinnier highway terrain or HT tires can, that you can roll on in between wheeling trips can add several miles back to each gallon. Highway tires will have a lower rolling resistance due to their streamlined tread profile than mud terrain or even all terrains. They're also typically much lighter, reducing the amount of unsprung weight that the Jeep has to push down the road. On average, mud terrain tires can cost you a good 5-7% to 7 loss in mileage over highway tires. And the bigger you go, the more that goes up. Swapping back to the near to the big meaty tires only takes 15, what, maybe 20 minutes at most, and you're back in action. Depending on how much you drive and how much you spend on the wheels and tires, the savings may have the potential to pay for themselves in the first year, but certainly within the life of the highway tires themselves. Now, the last tip I'm going to give you is going to require the least amount of tools, and in fact, it doesn't have anything to do with your Jeep. This modification is a bit introspective and will require a shift in driving habits, actually. And trust me, this is not a fun or easy shift. Realistically speaking, this is the most effective method to return the best possible fuel mileage. Again, just due to the size, shape, and intended off-road purpose of most Jeeps, fuel economy is really a bit of an oxymoron. If your Jeep is equipped with a manual tranny, try to shift as early as possible to get better fuel mileage. For any Jeep, and, well, pretty much every driver, careful throttle application is the, best fa is the biggest factor in achieving the best possible mileage. In other words, take all the fun out of it. If you drive like a grandma with a wedding cake in the back, you'll be off to a slow but good start. If all these things are put into use and every modification made, you can add as much as 10 to 12 miles per gallon back to your fuel economy. Is it worth it? Well, a lot of work, a fair amount of investment. I'll let you decide. That's pretty amazing. I like this. Thank you for the information and the pictures. And if you listeners don't know what I'm talking about, you have to go to the Jeep Talk Show slash dot com and check it out. We have all the show notes, but the pictures are great, Josh. Thank you for that. So you I think it. we should start a Jeep Talk Show Hypermilers Club. So, <laughs> who gets the most? Every week you get a $5 uh, Amazon gift card. Taking side streets to mac maximize uh, gas oh uh, economy, uh, 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 what, not tailgating, what do you call it, drafting, uh, 18-wheelers, uh, which, by the way, can save you a lot of money on gas, but not so much money on windshields. Just what they want to hear. <laughs> Let's draft again. 
Yeah. So yeah, you drafting is a way. Right, you got to be right on a semi's bumper in order oh, to. Well, they can't see you, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> they don't care. Especially if it's a shorter wheelbase, right? And at that little, close, little you probably doors. can't see the brake lights either. But no, exactly. No, <laughs> what, what was well, it Nikki G said? Uh, if the brakes don't stop you, something else will. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. 100%. No, you, you, you were onto something there with the hypermiling, actually. And that's why modern Jeeps have that start-stop feature. Yep. Is because, you know, uh, was back in 2007, 2008, when we had the, the, the crazy gas prices, and it was like four-something a gallon um, back then. I was at 2006. Uh, in any, any event... Um, gas prices were high and people were trying to figure out how to get the the most miles out of every gallon people were turning the engines off at stoplights because you know you're gonna have to sit there for a minute maybe two you know maybe but, three minutes i don't know how long that, the cycle but does that really area. save you josh does that really help i we're don't talking, i don't know if it's still fractions we're talking yeah. i mean so it's 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 like all these little things kind of add up and and so it's every little bit helps so it's not any one thing is going to be, oh, well, this gives, gives me another 10 miles to the gallon. And regardless right. of what I do, I just got to do this one thing. No, right, okay. it's not going to work out that way. I see. So, yeah, it's you, know, you can add a few, more, a few more pounds of pressure to your tires, mm-hmm. um, you know, you, you know, but then you start getting into the argument of uneven tire wear and how that may affect mm-hmm. in the longevity of tires and, and the cost of ownership of the vehicle per year as you break it down, you know, you can get really finite with this is what I'm saying. Um, and, and so it depends on how deep and how far you want to go, how much you're willing to do and how much this means to you. So I read a number of years ago and it could have changed, but this is kind of what I always go by. If uh, it takes uh, two minutes worth of running uh, fuel, your engine running to equal a start. So unless you're going to be stopped someplace for two minutes, there's no reason for you to turn off your engine because you're going to yeah, use but, that two minutes every, worth of fuel. Every car today, the new stuff, it has an automatic, when I come to a stop sign, it shuts itself off. I think it's the dumbest thing, especially for a woman point of view. I don't want to be sitting there with my car not able to start. I realize it's fairly fast when you touch the gas, but I don't get it. I just, I'm I, sorry, I, I don't get it. I, I think in, in modern vehicles with fuel injection, where you don't have to, you know, pump up the float and dump a right. bunch of gas in the carburetor in order to start the engine, you yeah. know, that, that, I don't think that that, that holds as much, uh, as much gas <laughs> uh, as, as, as it used to. Um, now, especially since uh, automakers are uh, uh, pretty much adapting the start-stop technology because it is proven to, to work. Um, especially in, in modern uh, modern day engines, high torque starters, you don't have to have your foot on the gas in order to start a vehicle. Uh, pretty much any vehicle made after 1997, um, you don't have to touch the gas as you start the vehicle. So there's no pumping. Right. There's no additional fuel. Well, right. the computer the computer handles that. The computer starting the, the pumping. Right. So you know if you were um, well, no, there's there's no. I mean. I, if the vehicle was cold each time, I would say yes, because the vehicle goes into a warm-up cycle. But if the vehicle is at temperature as you come to a stop sign, there's no additional fuel that's going to be required to start that ve- to restart that vehicle. Right, but don't so, think that just because you're not pressing on the gas pedal like we used to have to do back in the 60s and 70s and 80s, that the computer's not doing something similar. Because I know when, it, uh, the, it when would, the TPS, only when the ve- whenever when the, the TPS goes bad... If you want to start a like a 4.0 that has a throttle positioning sensor on it, you have to use the the gas pedal to get it started and running, because the the, the the throttle position sensor is doing the same thing that we used to do with our foot. 
And I don't know about cold and warm, but I think it's used all the time. Well, so that's where I the idle air control valve comes in when, when the vehicle is cold, that okay. it, it changes the air fuel ratio a little bit. When the engine is warm at, at startup, you're not, the computer's not doing anything extra. It, it, is, it is seeing that you know, instantaneously as that, as that ignition is cycled back on, or in, in, in the case of a four liter, uh, in modern vehicles, none of that is turned off. It just stops the engine. Well, I'm just telling uh, you, based on my experience with a, with a bad TBS on multiple vehicles, uh, it, it requires you to actuate the, the gas pedal to give it fuel. So the computer is actually controlling what you used to have to do. And I, I don't know if it was warm at the time or cold at the time. I'm just telling you, the computer is well, handling it for you, for you now. It doesn't mean that you're not right about how much fuel it takes. It may take less fuel now, but, but don't get confused in the, the sense you're not pumping the, the pedal, that it's not using the more fuel to start. So I have a silly question. If the vehicle shuts off every time you come to a stop, that means your starter is being used more right if hey, i something's if, something's taking energy well, you're right I'm serious so i'm just that this is where the trade-off for me doesn't make sense especially as a female driver i don't want to have my car turn off but the other thing is i don't want to have to replace my starter quicker or sooner because now every time that you have to restart it isn't that starter being used every single no, time is a, it a separate starter? different there's a different starter yeah, yeah it's so, different so okay another thing to go back start Vehicle with start-stop systems have a high-torque starter. It's a smaller, with, attached to a separate battery. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so that, it's different. That, okay. Yeah. That because again, everything's already energized and everything like that, and it right. just it's a really high-speed, high-torque starter that just bumps it over a couple turns really quick, and the engine it. starts up. It's really okay. cool how it works. I mean, it is it's really fast, and like you say, high torque, high energy, and it, mm -hmm. it starts very quickly. It's it's well, it's yeah, the, weird the time feeling. that it takes for you to lift your foot off of the brake pedal and move it over to the gas pedal, the engine is started. Yeah, it's about mm -hmm. seven tenths of a second. Okay, and it's funny after you have it for a while, uh, you and you get something to turn the damn thing off. <laughs> and you expect it to the, work the gladiator oh, crap, i forgot to turn that off well the gladiator is so quiet anyway uh and then you come to a stop i guess actually if you have mud terrain it makes it even more quiet when you come to stop you go what, what? and you look at the rpm gauge no oh, it's still running <laughs> <laughs> you have to kind of get used to it not stop it anymore <laughs> well jeeper let us know what you do to hypermile nowadays anything to add to <laughs> yeah. this or uh, anything else Maybe you have a question for Tech Talk. Just jump over to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact. Send us a message. Let us know what's on your mind. Did you guys see what I got there at the in the show notes where I got 14.83 miles per gallon That's in the Gladiator? Cool. <laughs> I think I got around that in my XJ when I first got it before I started doing any changes. <laughs> well, I'm really happy because I'm usually getting 13. I saw that 14.83 and I go, holy crap, so driving 70 miles an hour is, is to help it out. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> it's so easy to, to get that thing up to 75 or 80. Uh, I found that, uh, oh, and this isn't, this, you guys may find this interesting with the, the 35s and the 410 gears. Uh, I can get uh, the RPMs down around 2,000 RPM if I don't adjust the 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 the, the gas gauge, I mean not the gas gauge, the, the the fuel pedal, the gas pedal very much. If I just if I let it slow down on inclines and speed up on declines and just you know let it oh, stay just sort in of that, giving it the maintenance throttle just a little bit. Just you're just into it just enough to kind of 
keep it going. Yeah, keep the speed up, not 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 maintaining. Not accelerate. Yeah, not yeah. main not necessarily maintaining the seventy, but maybe it drops down to sixty eight, and then it goes back up to the seventy one, and then back to seventy. Just leaving it there. I think it's an eighth gear. You know, I really wish they, there was a way to display what gear you're in on the on the display. But uh, when that thing is in uh, in its zone, so to speak, two thousand RPMs on a huge ass truck with thirty fives and uh, it's it's like a four and a quarter inch lift in the front and a two and a half inch lift in the back. So uh, I'm pretty happy with that. I, th- I think it's yeah. doing really well. Twenty miles a gallon would be a lot better. Thirty would be even better. But you know, there we go. What are you going to do? Well, Jeeper, if you have anything to add, by all means, let us know. Just jump over to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact, send us a message. You're listening to Jeep Talk Show, the number one Jeep podcast. At my mom's house. Hey, on our next interview, episode 649, uh, is uh, Bill Bear. He tells us about his electric conversion TJ. Fast, man. Even at 250 horse, it's, it's fast, like... And it's not so much that, I mean, it probably does zero to 60 in, say, six seconds, which Jeep Wrangler is ridiculous, but as a car, that's not particularly fast. But it's just the delivery of the power. I had a friend over the other day, um, and, you know, it, I put him in, you know, the drive, he, was, he was in the passenger seat, and we kind of pulled out of the driveway, and I live on gravel road, and I just, like, hammered it. like, And he just described it as the difference between jumping off of a high dive board or jumping out of an airplane. It's just like a different feeling. <laughs> wow. That was a really fun interview. You're going to catch it this Thursday, uh, episode 649, and uh, it was it was really fun. He basically took a complete Tesla engine, electronics, and battery pack and fit it, fit it into a TJ. Wow. And, and that 250 horsepower he's talking about, he's got it turned down because he doesn't want to break parts like uh, <laughs> uh, transfer cases and uh, drive shafts and things. Yeah. So, wow. Yeah, fun, fun interview. You don't want to miss that. Well, Jeeper, if you want to know who we're interviewing, what's coming up in future episodes, when we might be giving something away, uh, that kind of good <laughs> stuff. That's right. It's all in our newsletter. All kinds of great information about what's happening on the Jeep Talk Show. Just go over to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact. You're going to find a link that you can click and sign up for the Jeep Talk Show newsletter. It comes from us, directly from us. No third-party stuff. We're not selling information, no spam, no no metadata, none of that kind of crap. One email a week, it comes directly from us. And don't worry, if you don't like what's in it, it's just as easy to unsubscribe as it is to subscribe. Well, Jeeper, that's all the Jeep Talk Show where there is for now. Until our next show, be sure to check the muffler bearings and top off your blinker fluid. And as always, thank you for listening to the world's most downloaded Jeep podcast. Warning, the Jeep Talk Show is not to be taken seriously. Doing so may result in hurt feelings, brownie faces, and chronic butthurt syndrome. To avoid these symptoms, subscribe to the show and don't be a rat bastard. <laughs> Podcasting since 2010.